Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We're live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We got our man Eddie House at the end of the hour, not the bottom. He's going to join us in the 545 Pacific, 845 Eastern segment. And here's why. Because as you know, the main topic of the day everywhere, you turn it on your TV, you turn on your radio. This is what they're talking about. Even on non-sports stations. Brian Flores, the ex-coach of the Miami Dolphins, who was the first coach, his last two seasons they had winning records, first Dolphins coach to do that since 2003. And, and, and Chris, yet he was fired. One, and at one point they won seven in a row. Yep. How many coaches yep. win seven in a row in a season and get fired? Nah, I, you know what? Great question. Rob G, I don't know if we we got the bandwidth, but if you can see if you can find that out, I, I, Rob, it may have never happened. Never, Chris. I mean, seven, that's to not win out of seven games in a row right. is hard to do in the NFL. Yeah, I, that's it. May have never when, happened. He may have been the first to ever be fired. I remember when Bill Belichick games. and the Patriots had won six in a row. It was like, oh right. my god, they're going oh, to the Super won, Bowl, right? Oh, Bill Belichick's greatest coaching job ever. That's what right. they were saying, right? Well, we will, um, we're going to give you guys an extra segment to weigh in on this whole situation with Brian Flores. So we will take calls the next two segments. And so you'll have your chance to uh, speak your mind. And, and again, you know, Rob and I welcome disagreement. Yeah, we had a we caller had last hour who, who disagreed with us, Seth. That, Seth, call back. Not call today. In. You get once yep. a week. But call in whenever Somebody you want. Somebody else. You don't right. feel like you have to agree with us. We believe in dialogue. We believe in sharing your true feelings. And we will, we may debate. We may come back at you. Yep. But it's all love. So, uh, Rob, a couple of things. There were a few things. I read through the entire lawsuit, as I'm sure you did as well. Yeah, I read and as much as And there were some things in there, <laughs> Rob, that weren't really racism, at least on the surface. Um, it was just some bad situations that that Flores was put in. And and I'm going to say this quickly before we get there. He also could have a defamation of character lawsuit if he wanted, I think. Yeah. Because he turned down. Now, he was told two things that were foul. One, the owner, Stephen Ross, told him that he would pay him $100,000 a loss because he wanted Flores to tank so they could get a better pick in the draft. So he wanted him to lose games. Right. And then he, Ross also tried to set up a meeting with the three of them and, I don't know, maybe some more officials from the Dolphins with Tom Brady before it was allowed, and Flores wouldn't do it. So two things he was told to do that were wrong and illegal and against the shield, right? It's right. all about protecting the shield, supposedly. And that is why 
He couldn't get along with people. Like he said in the organization after those things happened and he didn't go along with it, there was tension. Well, yeah, he was a guy he wasn't going to want. Right. right. Hey, and, you, you're not doing what we told you to do or whatever. And, and this is an issue, up it, Chris, up especially. Go ahead. What are you going to say? Yeah, no, uppity. You know, he, 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 he's uppity. He don't do what he's told. Who exactly. he think he is? And, 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 re- and, that's, and that's where the issue comes in, especially, Chris, when you're talking about ethics. There are a lot of people who don't have ethics. And right. they'll take them, what? What do you want me to do? I'll do whatever you need me to do. And, and they'll do that. And there are other people stand on that stuff and say, I'm not going to take a part in this. It's wrong. It's unethical. It's not in my DNA. It's not how I was right. raised or brought up. It goes against everything that I want. I, I just, I would love to hear from a football coach, Chris, who says, yeah, I would take the money and have the team lose. That, it would cost his assistants jobs. Players who are playing, Chris, could be caught. Yep. Oh, he's a yep. loser. He yep. was on that Dolphins team that lost nine in a row. We don't right. want him here. Right. They couldn't right. defend. He couldn't tackle anybody. That, you get all lumped in, right? Yep. All of a sudden, you're a bad player from that bad Dolphins team. Absolutely. Who, you're, who you wants are right that? on the money. You yeah, are right who on wants the money. to be a part of that? And, Rob, remember when he was fired, and we didn't know the story at that. We just knew he was fired. And what was being put out there? Yeah, relationships. Yep. He Can't didn't get along with people. With people. He, and we may have even said, yeah, he came from the Belichick tree, tried to bring that attitude, you know what I mean? My way or the highway, blah, blah, blah. It was nothing like that. It was because he wouldn't break the rules. It was because he had morals and ethics. It was because he looked out for his assistant coaches and his players, like you just said, Rob. That is why. And, Rob, they got a, the league, as you said, they, they said they're going to look into, or Chris Morris, Mortensen's reported, that the league will look into the and investigate the situation where Stephen Ross allegedly, the owner of the, the Dolphins, allegedly told Brian Flores to lose games. And to pay him $100,000 if he tanked. Chris, that goes against everything in the NFL when we talk about integrity. Can I say this? Tom Brady, when he was suspended those four games, Chris, was because of integrity. That's what what they used against Tom Brady. Was the integrity of the game. So you're telling me that Tom Brady got four games for deflated footballs? And Stephen Ross is not going to get hit over the head with a roll of nickels in, in a sock? Seriously. Like Chris. Rob. That's messing with the integrity of the game. And now what do we have, Chris, more than ever? Gambling's in bed with the NFL. Thank you. Thank you. Now it's, you got the integrity of game, but now you're messing with money. Now people are betting you know, they're honest, hard, hard-earned yep. money, and there are teams trying to lose on purpose. And now it's not on or the up and up. Be. Right. I gotta be honest, Rob. I mean, look, I'll get, do the investigation. But if this is true, if he offered a coach money to lose, I, he should lose the team. And look, wow. oh, they, I mean. What else? 
No, it's I, I, this. This is a privilege. There are 32 teams in the National Football League. It is a privilege, or it should be, to be an owner. Chris, it's not you, something that's just given to you. Oh, you deserve. It is a privilege, and you have flouted that privilege. If indeed you've done this, Donald Donald Sterling had this team stripped. Taken away, and he got paid handsomely. So we're not crying for Donald Trump. Well, that's Sterling, the thing. Okay? I mean, Stephen and Ross is gonna make money, right? And but I'm saying, Chris, he got something. He got his team stripped. He didn't even do anything that was illegal from that standpoint. You know, saying what he said on a tape or private he was conversation. It off the record. It exactly. was a private conversation. As private much as I conversation. Like to see, see it happen. You know, when he was lost his team. I mean, it was a private conversation. Right, really, but I'm saying know, Stephen Ross to go and, and do something that could seriously affect the integ- integrity of the league. Once you don't have that, Chris, and people don't know whether people are throwing games, you know yep. what I mean, like yep. the fix is in. It's like boxing at one point. People got turned off to boxing. It's right. a fix. Right. W- what was that? Absolutely. He didn't even hit the guy. He, he grazed him, and the guy went down, right? <laughs> Rob, I'm sure you were like me and most or a lot of people. At 7th, 8th grade, 6th, 7th, 8th grade. When even you found out about earlier. wrestling? Yeah, I was I into wrestling. It. I do it. <laughs> right? Jimmy Superfly, Snooker, and Junkyard Dog, and Tony Atlas, and, 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 and the Iron Chief, or whatever his name. Like, all those, I was into it. And then when I found out it was fake, I mean, some people still can stay in. I can't. Once I know it's fake, I'm sorry. I'm, I, 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 as an my, eighth, ninth grader, I lost interest. Nah, my guy nah. was Special Delivery Jones. He was yeah. like one of the few black wrestlers, right? Right, right. Special Delivery Jones. And, Chris, you remember, they used to break my heart all the time. SD Jones would fight great the entire match. <laughs> And then he would pin the guy down, and the and the ref would come over to count him out. Right. He would go one, two, and the guy would flip SD Jones over. I mean, like and pin epic. him, and then pin him, Chris. <laughs> and then the ref would do a quick boom, 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 like three right, little taps right, on the right, and it was all over. Wow. I don't even know if he ever won a match that I remember watching. <laughs> I swear. Not any of the big ones, right? No, S.D. Jones. When you found out it was fake, did you lose interest? Yes. Yeah, it, it, it was like, I'm done. I'm not getting the magazines anymore. I'm not into it. And that is what we're talking about. And, Rob, all you hear is the shield. Protect the shield. Protect the shield. Protect the shield. I'm saying it. Protect the shield, NFL. Again, I don't know. I'm just saying what's alleged. And, but and if that's the other alleged, key. come on. It, it just, what, what, what are we talking about? And then, Chris, we heard from Hugh Jackson, a friend of the show. Yeah, said that, Hugh, yeah, go ahead. Said that the same exact thing happened in Cleveland. Yep. Because something that, that uh, their owner as well wanted them to tank and lose games, and he refused to be a part of that as well. Yep. And, and here's the thing for coaches. And you said it. One, it's just totally unfair to your players. These guys are out there. They work just as hard as the contenders do. And they bust their butt. They risk injury, all that. And you want them to go out there and lose? 
And if they look bad on tape, maybe no one else picks them up. Like you said, Rob, what if their defense is the worst in the league? Right. And you might actually be a good defender, but, hey, he was part of that 0-16 team that's one of the five worst defenses ever. We don't, we want don't need him. Here. Right. We don't want him here, right. And if you're the head coach, what if, I mean, if, if Hugh Jackson, unfortunately, Rob, I, I think, I hope I'm wrong, he'll never get another head coaching job in the NFL. No, no, no. Nope. He's coaching at Grambling State, HBCU. Yep. And – so, it's, it's a lot of it's because if you put that bad record on, you know, on your resume, then it is going to hurt your future chances of employment. It's harder for a general manager to introduce a guy, Chris, like right. that, who's had nothing, who's had the losing record. Like a forty percent. What case win could percentage. you make for him? You're right. better off bringing in a guy who's never been a coach, right? Ever, right. right? Who's got a clean slate? You don't know. You could sell that. Right. I can't sell. Shoe if he has a losing record, unless you're Josh McDaniels in 11 and 17. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is real, Rob. And so uh, we'll see what comes of this. But I, I think that's a serious allegation, Rob. We definitely want to hear from people on and, this. And especially, as we said, with gambling really being, uh, you know, it's a partnership now with the league. And so uh, 877-99 on Fox, 877 877- Nine nine six sixty three sixty nine. If indeed it is true that Stephen Ross Dolphins owner offered to pay bribe uh, Brian Flores, his head coach, to lose games, should he lose his team, or you think just a fine, how much, or you know how big, well, whatever? No big what are your deal. thoughts? If yeah, or is it not a big deal? You don't care. Uh, you're turning away with us, Chris and Rob, the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book and all the best guests do yourself a favor and listen to straight fire with jason mcintyre on the iheart radio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts a couple live from the fox sports radio studios and if you're dealing with a dead battery go to autozone it's america's number one battery destination offering free battery services such as free battery testing and free battery charging so next time you're having battery trouble, folks, again, head on over to AutoZone. It's your battery solution and America's number one battery destination. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Your thoughts on the alleged bribery uh, allegations for tanking by Stephen Ross, the owner of the Miami Dolphins. All right, let's kick it off with Gerard in Los Angeles. You're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What up, G? Hey, what's happening, fellas? Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. I listen to you guys every day. Love your show. Thank Thank you, Two things in one. (laughs) Two things in one. Uh, uh, If these allegations are true, yes, this Ross guy should be stripped of his team, number one. Number two, reopen conversation with Robert L. Johnson, co-founder of BET. Yeah, I went there. Well, he owned the uh, 
the remember the Charlotte team? He called them the Bobcats. Remember that? Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I mean, there's other. If you you obviously point to, hey, get a get an African American owner in there. There are a lot of other guys you could go to. I don't know yeah. if Johnson wants that smoke again, right? He he did it in the NBA. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. But Didn't there are other people. Okay. I mean, who stuff. could try to put money together a group? Right. You know, you know, uh, a Rod's in a group, right? With uh, with a guy yep. for the Timberwolves. Yep. Guys can put their money together. Everybody's not walking around with. And and let's and here's the other thing, Chris. When we talk about this, as much as we want to give these guys like how rich these owners are, the New York Giants were bought for fifty dollars. Okay, so let's just. <laughs> Dude, well, dude, dude, a long I'm time. just saying. No, but I'm saying, but that's how they got in on the ground floor. As, as right. People got in. Oh, yeah, they yeah. Were, back they then, weren't always yeah. rich. Some of these families. Yeah, right. That's right. what I'm trying Some to say. They families, weren't always yeah. rich. Absolutely. Uh, the Giants a lot were bought, of, I think, A good number of them go back to, to the start yeah, of the league. Bought it for, yeah. No, the Giants were bought for $500, Chris, in 1934. 500 yep. not 50 yep. All right, let's go to... Uh, Tim in Georgia, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Tim? Smooth What's Tim. What's up, guys? How you doing this chilly, evening? Chilly, chill. Chilly, What's Tim. <laughs> What's up? Yeah. I got two quick points, brothers. First of all, uh, uh, you know, I haven't worked for the Justice Department for 25 years. You know, I have some uh, expertise in the legal department. And what I haven't heard anybody mention is that by him adding a class action suit, this opens the NFL up uh, to a lot of a myriad of things. Because with the class action suit, that means that not only is it him, but you're going back to other coaches from the past. Yep. Um, you're going to happen up uh, eras of discovery. Um, it's going to open up books. So that class so action suit. So the Hugh suit. Jackson, so like the Hugh yes. Jackson allegations yes. could become. Or, or, yes. or even, or Chris, even uh, B. Enemy, who hasn't been able to get a head coaching job. Yes. Maybe they look through their notes. All and those find guys out. will. Yep. All those guys will be included. So whoever is advising him is this is very smart by bringing the class action suit and him not doing it by himself. So that's very very important. Mm. They're doing it that okay. way. And second of all, um, having, you know, I work with uh, the NAACP here in local and the state, and some of the brothers, we were talking about, you know, we try to do what we can with our platform, having been professional guys Mm -hmm. to use our platform. I just want to say I'm proud of you guys because there's not too many uh, African-Americans who have platforms like you do. And I I look at these analysts and uh, anchors, talk show hosts, that they don't use it to speak out. And I'm just proud of you gentlemen, man, that you do it. And I think when we look back in posterity in this era of social justice, you guys and our couple, your names will be right there, man. And you should be proud of what you do. I just wanted to let you know that. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, thank you. That means a lot. That means a lot. And, and Chris and I have and, and always. And he's right, Rob. You know that. Oh, we already know. But Chris and I, we, we, we're just not going to do a show like that. It's just right. it's not going to happen. And you know what? If they don't want us to do it, Chris, we won't do it. I'm talking about, like, do the show. But we're not going to change but, who we right, are. Be able to say what we want to say. Exactly. And, yeah. and we always have said this. Chris and I are very fortunate because we got great bosses who believe in us, who believe in what we're doing, who yep. let us. Chris, what meeting have we been they called They just put into? us together, Rob. Yes. And, 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 I, and we never it, thought about doing a show together. No, no, not a radio show or anything like that. And it's never been done. And sports talk radio, two two black people, black guys doing a, a show on four hundred stations around the country. We're right. proud of it. We Absolutely. 
And uh, you're like you said, show. we've never been called into the office. No. Tone it down. Tone it down. Like you that. guys are too black. Right. You're too black. What are you doing? <laughs> never. All right. Uh, Sean in Sacramento, you're on the odd couple. Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> Yo, my uncle's from another mother. My brother's behind the board. Hey, great job on that Straight Fire podcast, Rob G. I hear you, baby. Wait, hey, I never miss Straight Fire. That's right. We never listen to it, <laughs> so we never miss it. Hey, y'all better quit hating on Rob G and J-Mac, man. They do a Rob hell of a G, job. Rob G is going to Rob G's head, man. Is he the, the co-host You need now? to quit, quit, quit uh, big up in Rob G because he – his head is getting huge. Am I right, man? Man, what could I say, man? Hey, look, Fox Sports Radio puts out the best podcast in the game. I can't help but become a fan, man. You know what I'm talking about? Well, I, right, I saw you right. retweet us today with the big 63 million podcast, Chris, like Fox Sports has done. Uh, hey, Fox you know Sports what, Rob? I'm taking a lot of slings and arrows for you on Twitter, man. I know, so just I know see. your boy got your back, I baby. See. I already know. <laughs> I see. That's all so good. So, take- Sean, go ahead. My take real quick, y'all, is I remember previously, I got two points. I remember previously y'all had talked about a program that the NFL was going to start giving people draft picks, little token awards for hiring black people on their staff. Whatever happened to that? And then my second question is, why can't the NFL take a page out of 99.9% of all other industries and have an objective scoring metric and rubric for these interviews? There's no reason for them to be able to ask these wild questions to any old interview person have no overseeing body to make sure these things are fair. And not only that, but the union has no say if anybody says that they, oh, you know, it was an unfair interview, things went wrong. What, you know, what evidence can they possibly show with the way the current interview process is set up right now? That's all I got, fellas. Keep doing great work, y'all. Well, look, they're, they're, I mean, obviously people feel like you can hire who you want. It's my company. All right. But one, I like what they were proposed, Rob, in the lawsuit. Um, Brian Flores, they proposed that there that you have to put down on paper why you hired somebody. Strengths, weaknesses, qualifications, the whole nine yards. So when you hire a Josh like a McCown, card. like a like really, card. yeah, right. like what would you be able to say about Josh McCown? You would say who's uh, a high well, school quarterbacks well, coach and never coached in college or pro, right? Right, you would have to put that down, and then you would like, say, well, he, "I like his personality. He seen, he's a leader. Right, you know he, uh, yeah, he played in the league. Like you'd be you'd be stretching it, really. Right, and and I think if you do that, then you could see. And if it's Eric Bieniemy, and they say, uh, not an impressive uh, uh, front man for an organization, right. is." Uh, you know, personality doesn't clashes, whatever it is, Chris. I'm right because it can't be football related. Like it can't be. So what? What else could it be when they put the weakness or the negative column? It's got to be personal stuff. What? What could yeah. it be? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Search FSR to listen live. All right, let's kick it off with uh, Tim. In Nebraska, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Tim? I'm I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Man, we're great, great, man. We're great. Good to hear. From I like you. your show. I like your show. I listen to it every, every chance I get. Thank you. Um, I, I'm I'm about the furthest south of racism as a racist as you can get, but uh, I, I, I I I sense racism from you two. All right, let's hear. I, it. I, well, when the, if I was if I was to say 
that when I was younger, my favorite wrestler was Hulk Hogan because he was white. How what would I be labeled as? Well, here's the thing. I, I, I wouldn't care. If you told me you like uh, well, uh, might, you might Tyson care, Fury, but it's still, you I'm like Tyson Fury, if, well, then I wouldn't label you one. If you said you like Tyson Fury That's because he, be. he's a white boxing champ, I wouldn't have an issue with that. But I, but Racism I didn't say that he would deal. Yes, go ahead, go Chris. Ahead, go, go ahead, bro. I was well, going to say, I, I was just talking about here, Special Delivery Jones. I said he was the only black wrestler uh, that I used to watch. And I didn't say that I liked him only because he was black, but he was somebody who looked like me who I could relate to. Well, it wasn't like I had 20 black It wasn't like I had 20 black wrestlers to pick from. Here's what I'm going to say to you, Tim. I did grow well, up. I've got another part to this to this too. Well, I, I was just going to say I did grow up when when there's hardly any black quarterbacks in the league and there was one, I pulled for him. When there was really uh-huh. hardly any black coaches in the league and there was one, I pulled for him. And I most black people did that. And here's why. Because blacks have been denied positions of power for so long that when Absolutely. you see one excelling yes. against all odds, you you pulled for him. Absolutely. I do the same. But do you two actually honestly believe that a, that a owner of an NFL franchise is going to stake the future of that franchise and his billions of billions of, of investment dollars on a head coach Based on the fact, based on if he's black or white. Yes, I do believe that yeah. that does take place. Let me because ask you the this, numbers Tim, don't I, I bear it out. I, I no. can't believe, I Why can't do believe you think, that anyone would believe this. Why do you think there's only one in a sport that's 70% black that has historically gotten tons of coaches and GMs from the playing field, right? From Guys pool, that used right. to play. And then they move up and become coaches. Why is only one out of thirty-two black? You want to know what I think? Yeah, I do. I think it's because in a in a in a, in, in, a, in a country this size with thirty-two teams, how many how many people are qualified for that position, regardless of their color? The Houston Texans are looking at a high school coach. What makes him qualified? Josh McGowan. And we'll wait what for you to name. And we'll wait. And, yeah, and we'll what wait, makes him qualified yeah, we'll to wait lead for you an to NFL team? black guy who was a high school coach who got an NFL job. We'll wait for that guy. Tell me who What that made was. Cliff Kingsbury qualified to be the coach of the he Arizona Cardinals? He got run Cardinals. out of Texas he was, Tech. Yeah. He, he, he was losing in the college level. Where I does that happen? That. How, how about Josh McDaniels who was fired from the Denver Broncos for cheating? Yeah, yeah, I can't deny that. Jim Caldwell got to a Super Bowl, had three winning seasons in four years in Detroit. Detroit. Exactly. Who and does that? Out. Made the playoffs two of the four years and then got fired. Can't Hasn't gotten a job since. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of African-Americans that are qualified for these jobs. We tie, off the top of my head, Todd right. Bowles, Eric Bieniemy. Bryron Leftwich. Just off the top of my head. No doubt. No doubt. And that's fine. We appreciate you calling yeah, in. Yeah, I appreciate your call we and do, willingness Tim. to Thank go you. back and forth. Real talk. Really? Call Thank in you. again. Tom and Boise, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Tom? Hey, hey 
guys. Thanks for letting me call in on this subject second day in a row. Yes. Um, you know, I want to. I want to, Rob. I want to. You made a comment earlier that it didn't, that I, I found. I don't. I don't want to say odd, but um, you know, you had said, you know, this is two black guys. Your words doing a radio show, and you and the way it sounded to me, man, this ain't 1972. You guys are too sport. They didn't hire you because you were black. They no. hired you because you were because you were you were very you were at the top of your profession, qualified as the day is long, uh, decorated as the day is long, accomplished as the day is long. No, no, you're, no, T- Tom. I, I, I don't I, think I'm, your color. Let me say this. I don't think I, your color I, I, is relevant. I, I do. I, I, I do think, think it's, it's relevant. relevant. You know why, Tom? And you're right. All the buttons you just pushed are all right. Chris and I have long careers. We worked at major news gathering organizations. We worked at major TV networks. All of that is true. But you tell me radio's been a sports talk radio's been around since the 80s when the fan first started. And Chris and I are the first two black guys to work together? How is that possible? A national show. First, uh, how you know, you're, how you're, is that no, possible? You're, you're you wrong. mean to tell me there are no other black guys? Chris and I, we right. don't think, we don't look at ourselves and think of ourselves as the, as only, the exception. The first two that were qualified. Right. You're, you're, and you know, and, I, and, and, and you're not wrong. I'm just saying is, is is that it's it, it and, and it's it's like it's like the coaches, Beanie, Leftwich, Caldwell, all those guys you just named, eminently qualified. And I just what what I what I, the problem is that we on one hand you 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 just you can't say you know what you you don't want they didn't hire they didn't hire you because you're black, but I don't want them you know but. I don't want them hiring you because you guys are good. You guys no, are no, good no, but Tom, Tom, let me, let me say this. Here's the difference, and I hear you. They didn't hire us because we were black, okay? But there have been situations previous to us where guys who were black didn't get the job, okay? Because they, they didn't think that they could sell across middle America to black guys. Right. That's, that's right. where that came in. To do a national, oh, it's okay if you go ahead, put them on in Detroit or Philadelphia, Chris, right? Or some of these places. You remember the big thing I just had recently in Detroit? They had no black host in the city of Detroit, right. 90% black. In remember Detroit. the column I wrote, Chris, yep. and they hired a black guy, yep. uh, Rico Beard, like uh, two weeks later. Yep. Nobody. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, look, great calls, guys. We appreciate you guys, whether you agreed yes. with us and or thanks not. Thanks for calling. Absolutely. Thank you. The dialogue is important, uh, especially dialogue. I was just talking to somebody today uh, about how you have to be able to bring people of different opinions together for dialogue and keep it civil. Don't have to go just to a, a bunch of name call-ins and right. getting all emotional. You keep it civil and you discuss it and hopefully some answers can come out of that. All right, we got Eddie House joining us in a few moments. Keep it locked. Ah, couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. We got our man Eddie House. We don't have his normal theme music. He's not on at his normal time, but that's all right. The NBA champion the Fox Sports Radio NBA analyst joins us anyway. Eddie, what's happening, brother? How are you? 
What's going on, man? Y'all whip me with the theme. Who was that? <laughs> I don't know. That DJ Alex Tyson is the that? worst of Wednesday. He, uh, he he doing his thing. I searched through the crates. Thing. That's somebody by the name of Red Tips called Better. Red Tips. Okay, cool. I, I feel you. I mean, at least we, at least I know who it is. I just want to. I was I was waiting for get down, take it to the house. It, it ain't this. Right, there we go. Okay. Right. Now we now there we is. in the building. Yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. No doubt. No doubt. All right, Eddie. Let's let's get right to this. some NBA talk. And mm-hmm. uh, let me ask you this: LeBron James. The knee injury, I don't think anybody thinks it's too serious, but I I think it's something to be concerned about just because LeBron didn't hurt it in practice. He didn't hurt it in a game. He just got up and his knee was swollen and sore. And so to me, and if we look at the last four years, he's been hurt every year except the bubble year when he got that long hiatus midway through the season. I think this is age, and that's why I think the Lakers need to be concerned because – to me, when he comes back, there's a part of me that's going to be like, okay, what's next? Like, after a few weeks, is something else going to crop up? Just because he's old and he's in his 19th season. And, and he's been happy three or four years. Yeah, I mean, do you – is that your line of thinking as well? Or you think this, hey, he'll get over this injury, he'll be back, nothing to worry about? No, no, I think you got to worry whenever it's your knee, number one, because that's the – main thing that's getting pounded on that's the joint that takes the most absorption and 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 punishment during your career all the you know and the fact of this this is it if you get some swelling right in your knee something's going on your knee don't nothing swells up without something going on there's something Mm. that's going on so that does raise the eyebrow and makes you get concerned about what is it is it a meniscus is it something that you know just can be manage throughout the rest of the season or is it something that maybe he has to take a real serious look at and say man mate can can he play because sometimes you could get the swelling and have something wrong but don't have the pain but if you get the pain and the swelling usually that's not a, a, a great sign it's all bad for you You usually got to go in the knife behind that but mm-hmm. it's something that the lakers definitely need to be concerned about how about the memphis grizzlies they're winning again they're winning 64 52 at the Garden in New York um, against the Knicks, and we should not be surprised anymore by them, correct? Like, they are just no real deal. No, I, but, again, we, we talked about it earlier in the year. They're a team, I think, that, you know, they have belief. They're young. They're in the league and saying, hey, man, we can do this. But do, do I think that they're going to be a team that at, at the end will be in the Western Conference Finals? Will they be in the NBA Finals? I don't think I think they're – they, they still don't have a, uh, enough to get over a team like Phoenix. I know that they got Phoenix before, earlier in this year, um, but I don't think that they will be able to get over them. And uh, So, the so Warriors, are they first round, second round, Eddie? What are you saying? They can only win like a first round or can they win a two I think round? They'll definitely win, I think they'll definitely win a first round now. Can they get to the finals? I don't, I, I don't think that they'll be able to get to the finals. I think when you look at the seven-game series, when it all breaks down, the floor shrinks, I think – other teams have more stars and more capable players, and this is no knock on what Memphis has going. I think John Morant is the show, and John Morant is a guy that is propelling them to where they're at and making this team go as they are right now. And he's basically – his energy alone is putting people on on, on – on, he's putting the team, the franchise on his back, and everybody's following that lead. But when things shrink down, where are the other guys going to come? Are they going to be as consistent? Are they going to play as loose when it gets – locked into a seven-game series 
to where somebody's looking at you and saying, okay, I know exactly everything you do, and I'm going to take it away from you. Ja's a guy that can adapt to that. I don't know if they have the other guys that are able to do that. I don't, have the, I don't think they have that. Jaron Jackson is a, another great player, but do they have enough stars is, is what I'm trying to get at. Eddie, we got 30 seconds, 76 or second seed in the East um, without Ben Simmons, obviously. Joel Embiid could be the MVP right now. Are they? I don't think they're getting back Ben Simmons this year. Are they a contender even without Simmons? A contender in the yeah, East? I think, yeah, they they shown that all season long. They've been a contender without Ben Simmons. I think they came into the season knowing that they weren't going to have him or the possibility of not having him. So they moved forward with preparing like we're not going to have him. If we get him, that's great. We can move forward and we could adjust there. It's a great piece to add. But the fact of the matter is I don't think that they were going to have him from the beginning. I think they understood that. And what they did was prepare and got other guys ready to play big-time minutes and big-time moments. And Joel Embiid is having an MVP season. And they're in a position where they are. And they're a definite threat in the East. Do I think they're going to win the East? All right, that's our man, Eddie House. And uh, an hour left for the odd couple. Keep it locked, Fox Sports Radio. 